0: Welcome to Fireside. we talk be comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Micky's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here get you choose. Even the superhero, fight club, will we usually
1: lose. Just so popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my waspower, power, you with features. And neither listen by a weekly or you can binge We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? Show relax last a lot back. As you start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wisecracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Musco. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And then there's features. Hello, Internet. Baby Huey still smells funny without a microphone. And then there's...
2: Beep Lauer. you, Menti.
1: Ye- you you like gave it your all, and then
2: halfway through, Listen, it like it's early, bro. <laughs> it's yeah, that's noon. still early for us. To early. <laughs> it's noon. What are you talking? I about? I haven't talked in like thirty hours.
1: You haven't slept in thirty hours. That's that is problem, true. That has <laughs> nothing to do <laughs> with with what time that of the day it true. is. That that is irrelevant. To I you.
2: need some tea, some honey, and some vocal exercises to give you the true beeping you deserve.
1: He's got blackout curtains, his room's like a
2: like a casino, he has no clue. What's <laughs> Yo, you don't want to see me at a casino, I don't nighttime. sleep for like a week. It's Thursday, right? <laughs> That's how I picked yeah, up yeah, yeah. magic as a hobby, was in a casino. Wait, you play no, magic? I, well, when it first came out, but actually doing <laughs> magic, it's like 4am, you feel like a loser oh. going to sleep, because everybody seems like they're in the same spot, so when my buddy would crash, I would just find something to do for an hour while he took a power nap. But it was... And that made you feel like less of a loser? I, well, I couldn't go to sleep. Like, I wasn't sleeping. Going to sleep was the enemy. But, <laughs> but every now and then you have to. So magic mag- helped you? But magic was the solution. <laughs> sleep is the cousin of That's death. That's right. Hey. Ma- but illusions facts. are forever.
1: Are forever.
2: Are they it? are. Listen, it is the Wednesday show, otherwise known as the only show. And it. Yes, <laughs> and it's time for whatever the we want to talk about. I love, I love that that is like. Can we please not
1: talk about me doing magic? I just want to go in.
2: It's a long show we do now. It's,
1: what to to bed? <laughs> no, it's
2: for everybody listening. It's Super Bowl Sunday for us, and and the Super only Bowl one Sunday. in the group that's like, "What's football?"
1: Mm, yep, yeah, there's probably. a game today. <laughs> probably, I don't know is what time the important? game's on either. I just know. there's rumor of a moon knight trailer that's all i'm really excited you got (laughs) eminem snoop Dogg, dr dre yes that's true that i'm excited for but it has nothing to do with the game (sighs) no it's that's that's the reason they got together (laughs) that's it thanks guys (laughs) because it's definitely
2: not for a paycheck because they don't get paid
0: it's la
3: (laughs) cool
1: (laughs) all right I mean, I'm not excited for I mean, if you're waiting for me to be excited for the game, that's not going to happen. One <laughs> so, day, that's, sports.
3: Yeah. The game will
1: not be there. No. <laughs> no. No, but um, since we are killing time before the uh, the Super Bowl starts, uh, Maurer... Mauer came uh, came locked and loaded with some uh, with some topics that we know nothing about. He just started spouting off names. We're like, "What do you want to talk about?" He said, "Robert Pattinson." We're like, "Oh, well, I'm talking about okay. Robert Pattinson <laughs> and
2: Channing Tatum this week." What are you guys talking about? I I I,
1: I want to know so much about what's happening between those two. I mean, I'm I'm going to talk about Jurassic Park, maybe Dexter, but you can't uh, talk about Dexter.
2: Yeah. Give me one more week. I'm on the last season before the new
0: Dexter.
1: What are you talking about features? <laughs>
0: I <laughs> I am going to be talking about none other than that season finale of Boba Fett because why not? The Mandalorian debut, what? The Mandalorian no. debut. Oh, hey, stop you it. you need no. to go to
1: bed. Monstro, what are you talking you, about? The, I'm I'm used to a higher quality of joke from you. <laughs> Shush.
3: Mandalorian who? <laughs> anyway, hey. They hey, have a they have a similar helmet. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. We also have a dc movie trailer yes we have a trailer, have a trailer about trailers we for trailers they have a, yeah a
0: trailer for the year <laughs>
3: this, is, <laughs> this, is, this, this year the inception of dc trailers they're
2: basically saying our year is <laughs> going to be the best comic movie year of all time
3: <laughs>
2: hey it's promising won't, uh, won't I, go yes there it is yet, promising. It's promising it is promising, it's promising. It's very promising know what yeah. isn't promising channing What's tatum being in the news for gambit again
1: oh no oh it's no not, no it's i heard not- i heard the gambit movie was gonna like i heard details about it well, and so it this is awful. what i'm gonna talk
2: about and then you'll <laughs> see how they tie together so channing Tatum had said when the rug got pulled out from under them when uh disney bought fox he couldn't watch marvel movies anymore he was a big fan but it just like it crushed him that much that that entity is what killed his dreams to make this super happy, like, he's such a big fan. He's Ryan Reynolds to Gambit, you know, apparently. Um, but then he started talking about what they wanted to do, and I couldn't be happier that they said, get out of here. So, he was like, <laughs> yeah, most superhero costumes are utilitarian. You know, Batman's got the the uh, utility belt. My guy's like, yo, this shit's dope. It was just on Fashion Week. I'm gonna rock it, because it's cool. And I was like, what? What? So then... He talks no. more that it's going to be like a raunchy comedy, kind of like Deadpool. But then they turn the city of New Orleans into this Gambit, uh, Gambit's like safe mutant haven. So, like, you've got people using their powers at the local like fast food shops, making the fries and shit. Um, uh, but it's all kind of mob related. So, it's going to be like Gambit's in a Goodfellas for mutants meets, you know, raunchy comedy. This sounds awful. And I'm like, just.
0: That sounds super In my terrible.
2: head, I'm going, how can you say you are a diehard fan of Gambit when everything else you just said has nothing to do with Gambit? Like, there is no piece of that puzzle that I was like, you know what, that that kind of makes sense, you know.
1: And sometimes it works for characters that nobody cares if you make those kind of weird dramatic changes. Uh cough cough peacemaker cough cough. But it doesn't work for someone like no. Game... <laughs> There's Gambit has too no. big of a fan base that you can pull something like that off. Like they remember and farts remember when there was rumor...
0: Remember
1: when there was rumor that uh, Green Lantern was going to be played by Jack yep. Black? Remember that? I, uh, even that I'm like uh, okay, maybe I could kind of see it. It could be funny. I don't want to. I don't even want to entertain this. Well, it
2: idea. sounds like it was going to be a combination of uh, like. Douchey Mutant Zoolander? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking, kind of. That's what it sounds like. But like a. Because a... the producer did Magic Mike with him and all. He does like basically every movie. The producer's in love with him. But it sounds like 22 Jump Street. You know that kind of take on it. Like we're not taking the pro- it seriously. Look, here's some nods that you can be happy about the throwback to the comic, but we really just want as many you know ball and wiener jokes in it as we can.
1: Well, I'll, look, twenty one and twenty two Jump Street were way better than they should have been. Those movies should have Very just true. been
2: trash, and they
1: they because had because you had no tie elements. to
2: the original content. You personally, well, except for the original people,
3: should have. No, no, but in no, it, but, okay. not the movie. Did it? <laughs> they got Johnny. You personally Tumped had no tie <laughs> to
2: the original content. Yo, sure. Yeah, just, you could yeah it's Peacemaker, no shit. One hundred percent peacemaker. Like Starsky exactly. and Hutch, Pe- great peacemaker. movie. For it's just oh look, yeah, they kind of threw that back. I understand the car. You guys didn't watch Twenty One Jump Street? No, we're too young.
3: You're not that we're, young, you're, and I'm not. You're that old. <laughs> you're old I watched all. To of watch that. You I
2: probably did. watched Nine Hundred Two One Zero too. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I did not. Yeah, watch you that are anyways. the
3: th- the <laughs> three year gap or four year gap. I uh, Like the three year, that's good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well you're you're not that much uh, older than Menti. The oldest what? of us. Let's get back okay. to the dick and ball jokes. I'm pretty Come sure
1: Maurer's the oldest of us, but okay.
2: <laughs> so anyway, seeing this super fan.
1: Physically and spiritually, he's got the soul of a of an eighty year old curmudgeon. <laughs> True.
2: Um <laughs> so Channing Tatum is you know, a good looking actor he's funny, he's, he seems like he can actually pull off some other roles but everything he says about this Gambit project is just shit. Now let's go to the other yes. side, let's talk Robert Pattinson and Robert Pattinson recently watched the Batman and talked about how it came to be and it is the complete opposite of Channing Tatum. So Robert Pattinson didn't know that Batman was a detective he had never heard that Batman was a detective, and yet when we look at everything they're doing about this, the Batman movie, because you know the script supposedly is good and the director has an idea, he watched it and it's more like I don't know if you've seen this movie, the conversation written in. Uh, nope. So it's a Gene Hackman movie. If you took Enemy of the State and combined it with Rearview Mirror. That's what it was. It was a uh, Coppola movie in the Mm seventies thriller.
1: Oh, you're talking, you're not, Oh, you I thought you were talking about the Batman. I thought you were describing the Batman. But
2: (laughs) when, when Robert watched it, he realized like, that's what Matt Reeves said he wanted to do. And they got the tone. So for him, he said, every time we see Batman, he leaves, he goes away, he comes back and he kind of knows what he's doing and has kind of a purpose. And this one, it's not it from the first scene. It's two years in crime. It keeps getting worse. And everybody thinks Batman is just, you know, because of that, the, the city is just crap and he has no clue what he's doing, but it's this detective thriller mystery movie and everything they're saying about it sounds good. And the actor playing him has no connection to Batman. He's not a lifelong fan. He's not championing like, Hey, we need to make this right. But you know what? Sounds a million times better than what Channing Tatum was doing. So it made me realize sometimes we jump on these fans or these actors that they have no connection and praise the ones that are like Ryan Reynolds. And I think at this point, you could be a fan of all you want and still not understand what's going to be good on screen.
1: Well, yeah, and he's also, he's, Channing Tatum's doing the thing that made Channing Tatum famous. The like Channing Tatum is—he's is, reaching into the Channing Tatum back. You know what I mean? He's—he—he he doesn't. Uh, it's, it's not very deep. Right. Exactly. I mean, let's honestly. Besides, this is the end. So Magic Mike really put him on the map. Maybe Coach Carter? Not. Probably not. He, I mean, Lucky he Logan. <laughs> no. Mm.
0: Who? What?
1: I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I—it's It's Magic Mike and then Twenty One Jump Street, and then I think this is the end. I think those are the three big things for him recently. Like, I think that's, that's his agree. wheelhouse. That, that's his, that's, that's the Channing Tatum bag. That's the,
2: you know. Well, no, he was the dance him. guy in, so, uh,
0: no, Magic Mike. St- step up. Yeah. No, you're talking about step up, but that oh, was the first one. Yeah. And step up to the streets was probably better.
1: But even like, recently, maybe. like when you think of Channing Tatum, what do you think of?
3: I think of dog, <laughs> uh, <laughs> revengeman Buttons and free guy <laughs> dog. <laughs> like, did you say <laughs> uh,
1: But but that's what I'm saying is he's not like Robert Pattinson has proven himself to be a a, a bigger actor with a lot more range, so he's going to be able to pull but off something. Everybody's giving him, him shit still. <laughs> well, we were giving him then a lot of. Be be fair, a lot of this was on him. Remember, he, he got taken out of context when he said he didn't want to exercise for the role.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Like you remember he did, he said some things that made you go, oh, his look, reaction guy. to that recently was like, I guess British uh, humor doesn't do well for print interviews. He's like, cause it, <laughs> no. it, it was more of a, I'm in quarantine. I'm like the rest of you. Yes. I'm working out, but I still got a bag of crisps in the corner. Like uh, I'm not working out, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just looking at oh like Christ. ever since Ryan Reynolds did amazing with Deadpool. The second that fans here, the person's a fan of the property, they automatically go up, oh, this should be good. And we need to now remind them well, of Channing Tatum.
1: I think, but I think that fandom still is, like, I think the Russo brothers are a big fan of Marvel, which is why Endgame was able to be pulled off. Like, I believe that there is still, your fandom can dictate how good it is, but it also depends on how talented the person is. And I'm not saying Channing Tatum's not as t- uh, that talented. I'm saying he's not as talented as Robert Pattinson. You know what I mean? Like, I have more faith in him as an actor than I would, like, I would expect this horrible kind of idea to come from a Channing Tatum project. It's the reason why I was upset about Channing Tatum to be playing Gambit in the first place. My hope was he was going to be more like Ryan Reynolds. What it turns out is he's just going to do what he does under the guise of Gambit, not change right. to become more like Gambit. And the Gambit. studios have a ton to do with it. Because
2: made- if you go back to the Ghost Rider movies, Nick Cage is one of the biggest Ghost Rider fans of all time. And everything he went to them with, they were like, no, we're not going to do that, but we can do this over here and just shat on everything he did. Uh, But it just made me more excited to see the Batman, hearing, one, the three-hour runtime. You know, uh, it's Mm -hmm. going to be a slow, methodic, you know, moving movie, which is a like a well welcoming thing in these comic movies recently. Cause a lot of it is just action, action, action. Let's build up to this big scene. Okay. Let's set up the universe. And it sounds like they're setting up the universe in kind of a slow behind the scenes way. Like you're just going to see things that are cool. Oh, by the way, everything's getting a spinoff. So, I mean, I, I, if they build a Batman solo world, like just a
1: Batman, the animated series, kind of just solo. It's its own thing. Outside of it the realm of DC, it, that would work beautifully.
0: I mean, it has worked already.
3: If the Batman plays out well, we might see a uh, Zoe Kravitz-driven solo film. I mean, that's that's possible, or an HBO Max show, right? And and I wanted to add a little information about Shannon Tatum because you asked, you know, what's he working on? So we do know that he has uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance in pre-production. But he's actually working with Zoe Kravitz on a another movie that's in pre-production, and it is called "Pussy Island." <laughs>
1: and the mind of the mind that brought you gambit.: Pussy who's Island.
3: producing that?: <laughs> yeah. you, get, you know what I mean? Like the, uh, so director is Zoe Kravitz writer is Zoe Kravitz. And I don't exactly see who's producing it. I imagine she is a co-producer. She's, uh, but I'm in not my opinion, the right weakest
2: now. link of this Batman movie. As far as acting mm. skills and, and overall, she she's not a very good actress. Um, She is using her father's name a whole lot to get jobs. And her attractiveness does help her get things. But there hasn't been anything she's in where I've been like, wow, that's, you know very very good you know she just kind of blends in to the actors around her i don't think there's anything
1: but i also haven't seen anything that made me go man she's really bad i'm saying like I would, robert pattinson was was the sparkly vampire for a long time until
2: he got other opportunities to become more i'm just saying that until you see some trash don't let's not assume trash. i didn't say she was bad she's not just not good she's the weakest you're putting up against colin farrell robert pattinson um who's i'm the, sure the, yeah, like, yeah these are big names there's a but she could be the breakout star we don't know we can see, but uh, the whole point of this was to say, Channing Tatum, you're an idiot. You know, you've made some funny movies, but if
1: Channing Tatum, you were trying to do Channing Tatum and not Gambit, that yeah. was your problem. That's it. That's it. If you made, if you Basically. focused on Gambit and was like changed to become Gambit, but instead, like you could probably make a better Deadpool movie than you could ever make a Gambit movie, but unfortunately, it wouldn't be as be- as good as Ryan. It,
2: it sounded like they were more accurate <laughs> with <laughs> that's, Taylor that's Kitsch as Gambit than what he was thinking. Yeah,
1: because he wanted to be Channing Tatum. He didn't want to be Gambit. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's annoying. And, uh, yeah, that's annoying. Let's go ahead and talk about that DC trailer because I think that is uh, something to to be very proud of from the DC side of things. If the slate of movies lines up and as good as that trailer leads, them to, uh, leads me to believe they could be... Wow, that was weird to say. Uh there's going to be a good year for DC movies. So, we hope. Well, what what makes you excited, Mashka? What are you what, what are you thinking?
3: What makes me excited is we're getting some DC content coming out that is stuff we haven't seen, I guess, but let's let's get to the heart of the story first. So, DC put out a movie trailer, a trailer of trailers, as as we said earlier um basically talking about and showing what is coming out over the course of this next year. And I actually wasn't even sure about when the release dates are, but they are all in fact in uh 2022. Uh everything is led off with The Batman on March 4th. Uh following that up in July, and actually on July 29th, we're getting The Rock, otherwise known as Black Adam. And then on November 4th, The Flash, which that's actually the one I'm I'm most anticipating just because of the unknown that i have with interesting.
1: it interesting but you're but you're but doctor strange is weird to you because they're like the same, <laughs> same movie i'm looking forward to doctor, <laughs>
3: i'm looking forward to okay. doctor strange all right no no doubt about that um december 16th just to just to button it all up aquaman and the lost kingdom comes out uh so november december we get two quick two quick movies there i'm guessing there might be a connection there uh and then you know of course the Batman the Batman is what I'm most anticipating but since I'm seeing it in a month you know then the next thing to look forward to is the Flash so
1: you're already over the excitement for it because you know it's around the corner (laughs) that's this is this is a new era. This is a new day and age for humanity. That our excitement for things dies off before they even come out <laughs> because we well, know because, we're gonna see it.
3: <laughs> right. I know it's coming. So I'm looking to the next thing to keep me going the next six months.
2: Wow, this is, this is new. This is this is In meta. The, uh, <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
2: I think with Aquaman 2, that was definitely getting that Christmas release. Because that's going to there's a good chance of that being their biggest movie because of mm-hmm. the first one surprising a ton of people. You know, you're gonna get a lot of right. people going to see this and putting it at that prime spot. So almost building off of what you just said, stacking a movie just before it, working off the excitement for Aquaman, people go, Oh, well, let me just go see this to see if it ties into it at all. It might not, it might have nothing to do with mm-hmm. it, but I have a feeling they're gonna get some ticket sales in the hope that things are directly connecting.
1: And I hope. It would not su- surprise me that if the end of The Flash is that everybody's in their own universe. Like, there is no connected universe. <laughs> like, it ends with <laughs> Aquaman's in his own thing, doing his own thing, with the Batman doing his own thing. And then maybe periodically, if they can make it work. But for the most part, they're like, you know what? No. <laughs> We've made way more money on solo projects than we ever have on connected.
2: I, and I think it's going to you be would more like, that, like you, the Justice League, not just the Batman cartoon, where you're going to have people show up here and there but it doesn't have to be everything is tied into things like we're going to have a united universe but you're going to have to deal with the people going well if this was happening where was the rest of the justice league like it's have you read a comic bro sometimes they're like oh they're off world like that's the excuse you need to be able to accept
1: but you also, when you think of what the two movie studios are doing, and then you find out that The Flash is rebooting its universe, and Doctor Strange is all of a sudden pulling everything from them, like they're both doing multiverse projects, and you're like, well, that's kind of annoying. But then you realize that they're doing the exact opposite with the same stuff. <laughs> so where Marvel is literally pulling everything into one singular universe, and like, oh, look, it's all together, DC's like, no, <laughs> Flash is going to destroy everything, everyone's in its own timeline, nobody's touching nothing.
2: <laughs> and, and it's a good break glass in case of emergency tool oh you don't like this it's like well guess what has nothing to do with the next 17 movies so DC is like that kid at the table
1: who like has to make sure his food doesn't touch. Where Marvel is the kid next to him that's like got, <laughs> it's got it's got like spaghetti sauce on his face and mashed potato, and he's just a big mess
2: in the bowl. Like, look what I made!
0: <laughs> All these flavors work together.
2: I never would have thought pickles taste good in spaghetti. <laughs> uh, and then you know what? You get what if? <laughs>
1: Zombie pickles. Just saying. No, it's. Just saying
2: first off that trailer for trailers was done really well like not just for the content Mm -hmm. like it was done in the overdub because it felt united but still all the different tones in it uh but i'm separate butthole separate buttholes Mm. um i'm super excited for (laughs) aquaman park game you know i just can't wait the new black manta looks as menti would say super dope super dope Um,
3: super dope how about the Black Adam? Black what Adam. I'm
0: excited for that.
2: The Rock is really starting to ruin my excitement for that, because I was excited, but as more and more of his douchiness comes through and people are starting to realize who he really is, it makes me like him less and less.
1: That's amazing. Like, I thought you would be good at like separating art from... Yeah,
2: artists. but he... Like, I figured that would be your He spends thing. a lot of time bashing artists I really like. And making himself, his ego, what what he did in the wrestling ring where his ego worked for him because he was a bad guy and he did put everybody else you love down, doesn't translate well to the movie world where you want people to be able to like what you're doing and the other people. For him, it's not a, you can like both of us. It's either you like me and I shit on them. Who's he, who's he shitting on? And everything. He wants the DC Universe to be about him. Well, that's true. You know? That's true.
1: No, I, I, that I that I completely agree, and I and it's, it's also it's also DC who's going to go. Well, yeah, no, you, we can do what you yep. want. <laughs> we got the Rock on our side. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <well>, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we, you're, we, we. This is impossible. our Robert Downey Jr.,
3: <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> For me, it's nearly impossible to separate uh, artists from person, or even uh, uh, you know role from person. He is the same in he everything he does. Yeah, not you think That book. could
1: work for Black Adam, because I mean that. I mean it worked for Han Solo.
3: No, because all I see is the Rock standing there in a suit. I, I can't mean, believe he's someone else. That's <laughs> okay. it's virtually impossible. So here's the big
2: thing, and I was talking to, um, and we we've had the bond for old time listeners, Danny, who was one of our cosplayers, and she was the biggest Rock fan and the biggest Cena hater. But recently, we were talking how the Rock is showing up, and he's always the Rock, where Cena. Did the opposite. He lost weight for a Peacemaker. He worked on his flexibility. Like, I think he lost, like, 40 pounds almost instantly just switching over to yoga so that he could be... He's still big, but he can blend in a little bit more if he needs to. Where The Rock goes, I don't give a... I'm going to be the biggest, most muscular, veiny guy ever. I don't blend in anywhere. Like, that red flat... What was the movie? where you that. can't not you know, see him as a giant hulking 16 hours a day in the gym dude
1: they're also just a very two different very different spots at their career and hopefully that that's something that john cena can learn from but like when, when the rock first came out he was hard to not like yeah
2: but he still was you the same when he, when he first started doing he movies. didn't do anything to change himself for movies uh be cool I, he
1: didn't change know. himself that's too
3: very was going to say that that's the like the only thing that i could remember him being uh, yeah attempting to be a different character than himself
1: well i think and i also think that has to do with people hiring him i mean when you see a rock movie there's a lot like that's a that's a thing now
3: like he has i can go back and watch multiple arnold schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. uh films and i see the character i don't see him in every single one of these these movies but when i'm watching like Jumanji, or you know, Fast and the Furious—it's the same dude. Well, I mean, like, but that a, also but the the that depends character. on the people
1: around it. Because Schwarzenegger is not your best example, because Schwarzenegger—what? This is the end, and the Eraser was like damn near the same dude.
0: But we right, also do not know about... who Arnold Schwarzenegger was before <laughs> he got in the movies. Sure, but Conan—you
1: of... Conan, also have um, you have uh, the Scorpion King. I'm just saying that it, the, the studios are going to hire him, and he's going to make the most money doing rock movies now. Regardless on whatever else he's offered, that dude's making money on rock movies. It's got to be in the jungle. He's got to be sweaty, and he looks like a thumb. That's
3: that's a rock movie in a nutshell, right? Am I wrong? But it's but it's <laughs> just the the rock. Like here, all I'm saying is he has a whole heck of a lot of improvement from an acting standpoint sure. that he needs to do. But nobody needs to. Give, but no, he doesn't need to. It's like hiring. Kevin Sp- no one's gonna tell him that. Well, no one is because no tell one
1: because he makes money it's like hiring kevin Hart for a serious role i'm not saying he can't pull it off i'm just saying most people don't want him for
3: that he's he kind of fan- well he's kind of pigeon fantastic and- <laughs> i
1: bet but he's kind of pigeon-held into the role yeah, but that he gets then you at look part. at and he did it to himself i'm not saying that like he's he's free from blame here but why would he look want at the change?
2: opposite was cena who could just do the rock he could just be like this is me you're getting me everything and he on his own not counting on the people around him goes you know what I'm going to make myself a better actor. I'm going to change the way I look uh, so that I can get better roles. I'm going to do all of this soul searching and improvements to be like, that's where my separation that's is great. like the rock is making me not excited more because he doesn't seem like he cares to better himself for the sake of bettering himself. Then you have John Cena like, bro, what do you want me to do? If I have to, you know, lose 75 pounds and, you know, learned how to use a new accent. I'll do that if it makes the role one little bit, bit better. Sure, because the art is still very
1: important to him. Where the Rock is just going to make rock movies because people will pay him, and a that's all he cares do about. He's a hundred percent. He is the world's biggest action star. Like he's the. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to sell the but Rock. But he tries and he to do something different himself. when you make more money than anybody's made in the action film world ever.
2: And ever. I guess if he would just portray himself as that guy instead of trying to be like i'm the nice guy and i do all these nice things for people
1: yeah but see people see through that that's why john Cena is doing well john Cena. people don't see me, through that because there are he, still
2: millions and millions Cena, of people are yeah, like the rock is mr nice guy and everybody loves him
1: i don't think the rock is this horrible person i don't think he's i think i don't think he needs to be anything more than the rock though because the rock is going to <laughs> the rock's gonna rock man at this point Who's who's going to tell the multi-billionaire <laughs> that, that well, he's doing something somebody wrong? Somebody
3: told him something because after the whole uh, – actually, I won't yeah. even talk about it, but the whole podcast thing that happened, whatever, a week or two ago, he made a statement and then he completely retracted it immediately because somebody in his camp said, you need to do that. And that made him look like a fool. I'm not saying he doesn't look like a fool. I'm just saying <laughs> that the, the, the number one
2: guy in his field – Is Robert Downey Jr. It's hard ho- – he's not not action-wise. Yeah, as far as he's not a big he's, Robert Downey jr actually if you want to get technical it's Sam Jackson is the highest grossing action actor of all time <laughs> point how
0: how because Nick, Nick Fury's in, like, in everything, and everything and those Marvel movies well, does that <laughs> that's, count
1: I mean that's not leading man I'm see, talking leading man yes who's the leading man in action movies then of all time. then
2: you go down to Robert Downey jr who's still, his movies are still grossed more. Oh,
1: but he's an, oh, I don't see him as an action
2: actor. Is Iron Man not an action movie?
1: Yes, but you know, you and I both know there's yeah, a Yeah, but difference. he's
2: done a lot of action movies. Kiss, like, Kiss, Bang, Bang. I don't bang. consider,
1: I don't consider, yeah, but that's not like a Jason Statham, like, the transporter. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not, it's very different. Very different. Even Jason Statham was like, my grandma can make an Iron Man movie.
3: <laughs> so here, here's the, Highest grossing uh, actor. I, I'm sure Huey's on this too. It's actually Stan Lee. Well, yeah, what? Oh. from his cameos. <laughs> Forty nine films, what? thirty billion over thirty billion. And it's, <laughs> that, I don't care. He's, this conversation's over. That, I just don't. He's I don't, got I don't Sam Jackson we don't even by. need to move. I
1: Sam, no. Just what we've learned today is that Sam Stanley is the biggest action star of all time. They're the biggest actor on. of all time.
3: <laughs> biggest a- highest oh. highest grossing actor. So highest. Yeah, highest-grossing actor. We don't need He's any the other facts. The
1: we don't need to talk about anything else within this story. We've learned all there is to know that Stanley is the, the highest-grossing actor. And for lead
2: roles, hey. lead roles, Excelsior, Vin Diesel <laughs> has The Rock by a ton. Yeah. Does he really?
3: Because
1: of what? The and Fast and Furious? Just so you know,
3: John Ratzenberger <laughs> is on this list. Who's John Ratzenberger? From Cheers? Exactly. The yeah. mailman? Cliff? Cliff Clavin, man. Oh, I don't know. He's yeah. number four. He's above, He's above Robert Downey Jr. Uh,
1: yes, but that's not action. Well, we now we've moved on here? to just actors. But <laughs> then let's move on to live topics. action if roles. We're just, if we're just Sam looking up how much actors have made, we were off the bandwagon. Wait, hold hold, 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 hold <laughs> on, derailed, here. my friends. All right, so live
3: action roles. We'll just we'll go into that. First three: Samuel L. Jackson, number two, Robert Downey Jr. Number three: Warwick Davis. You got that Star Wars money? Boom! What? The, Willow? Yeah,
2: Willow, wow. Willow and Star Wars. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, Brock I, isn't on the list. This is, you know, damn and his well name's not actually Warwick. Of... It's, I think, Warwick. Um, if you watch the t- uh, the trailer, if you could call that, for the new oh, Willow oh, coming at, he corrects them nonstop for his name. It is the funniest shit. You will ever see. He basically just berates <laughs> all the other actors and makes fun of them. I
1: was not expecting that from, He's from him. He's hilarious. At all. I and was, I uh,
2: cannot wait for the Willow show. Um, this is way off on tangent, but Willow is one of the greatest greatest <laughs> movies uh, that was ever made.
1: I haven't mm-hmm. watched Willow in decades. I have to watch I, I and mean, You own it.
2: So uh, I, I want to rent a I'm theater because sure you yes, can do you your do. movie and watch Willow in the theaters again. If you do that, I'm in. Maybe. You do it I'm down.
1: <laughs> features I am like, down. features down. like I can join. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right,
1: features. What you talking
2: uh, about right, this let's... week?
0: Um, well, we're going to talk about the season finale of Boba Fett. Um, Tatooine, the
3: War First of Tatooine.
1: Off, let's just rename it. Just get that out of the way call right it now. The War of Tatooine? Just rename it to the <laughs> <Much> War of <laughs> Tatooine, and then that'll it's, that'll quell Boba every Fett's story.
3: Jesus. Uh,
1: Boba Fett, Boba Fett's cameo in the War of War for Tatooine. (laughs) There you go. It's called Spice. The show is just called Spice.
0: Spice. Spice Spice World.
1: Spice World. There it is. Planet of Spice. And that explains the Power Rangers more. They were the Spice Girls. (laughs)
2: Listen. See where we went with this. I like those Power Ranger kids.
0: I bet you, did, did. you? I did. They were damn good. They were damn Those good. Those guys
3: are damn good. Are you, are, you, are you talking about this, this spin out into the one shot? It, <laughs> that mixed? makes complete sense why that was done. So the guy's got a bionic eye. He saw the laser coming out of him. He had to move out of the way before he took his shot. Well, let's do
1: this. Let's round robin and just talk about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let, we can go into our thoughts on the final episode, but I'm intrigued on just everybody's opinion of the show overall, especially with Star Wars now becoming uh, more than it's been in a long time with Mandalorian and now branching into its new show. So, just in general, not, what did you think of, of Boba Fett? What did you think of the last episode? And where do you think Star Wars is headed?
2: Why don't we start? I with think power? they're moving towards the whole point of this is helping create clones for the Emperor. Hundred percent. That's that's what Mandalorian was. about. Um, it's also what the comics are about. So, it, it knowing that kind of feels like the rug has been pulled out from under us. Because originally they said this is going to be a standalone kind of stories that are telling stuff non related to the Skywalker saga, and now they're going back towards tying it back into the movies. Which I think is all Kennedy's fault. It's she's she will not allow things to st- stray from what her babies are. Because I think if you look at the first season of Mandalorian, they could have gone anywhere they wanted, but it got pulled back in. I still like it. I'm watching, I'm finishing up season two of Mandalorian right now as I was watching it just to kind of fill in. And it gets better each time I watch it, except for there are moments that stand out, and it happened in Boba Fett, where you're like, this is these characters can be introduced without as much fanfare because you're giving them a spinoff show, and you can explain more of, about them in their show because face it every popular character is getting a show um we don't need backdoor pilots we don't need episodes dedicated just to these other characters in the shows because they're getting their own spinoff
1: i I agree with you but at the same time it's the house of the mouse and it's marvel and now we have an agatha harkness series that was introduced in wandavision i'm just saying there's a formula that they're following that marvel laid the groundwork
2: already years ago And, and that's that's my takeaway from it it's it's more about the structure of it versus the content. They just care about that part more, and it stands out pretty bad in some episodes. Um, first half of the Boba Fett season was phenomenal. Second half, those things stood out more and took away from the story. If you're only looking
1: at Boba Fett opposed to Star even Wars just as a whole.
2: anything, like I could, you could be any character. It, I want to see the, the show tell the story and then be surprised with other things coming. Like, surprised that this happens, but we know all these characters are getting their own shows. And I maybe that is jading it a little bit because I know they could just take this shit and put it in this other show and it'd be fine.
1: Who did you think was getting their own show that was introduced in Book of Boba Fett?
2: Um, we know there's the show... The... Uh... There is a bounty hunter show coming out. Is that still the thing? No, the only the the this did a good job of again tying in
1: things as well as explaining trying to explain the overall arching story of Palpatine trying to build Snoke, right? Four sensitive Snoke's essentially. It's another thing that that tells that story, and I believe you're right. I believe Kathleen Kennedy is trying very hard and using Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau to fill in the gaps of the new trilogy as well as the old trilogies, and I think I think we're seeing that play out using Clone War ca- Clone Wars characters. So I understand your your issues, but I don't see this show setting up much else besides laying more groundwork for future shows of characters we've already been
2: established. Like there's nobody new. That's well, no, So it looks stuff. like and that's everyone... what I think was coming. At, th- this was a standalone season. The, it's not going to be bo- which they probably should have Sorry, done this time <laughs> is they've got the Bounty Hunters show coming out which will probably be the sequel to this they could have just called this that or done something like that but it just feels like they're trying to do too much with that and the Kathleen Kennedy stink is very very noticeable
1: hmm i think i think hardcore fans will notice it you're right i think we would notice it but i don't think the general public is gonna i mean when they said the m count in in mandalorian i don't think anybody was like oh he's talking about midichlorians like i don't think that was a lot of like star wars fans were all like wow they made midichlorians kind of sound cool uh but most fans were like okay grogu has an m count (laughs) (laughs) like they don't know they don't know really what that means so my so I get you. I think you're right, but uh I think that I think Kathleen Kennedy is very much trying to make she's trying to use old Star Wars to make her Star Wars make sense. So it doesn't have to get retconned and, and pushed away. And I think they're doing a she decent job. Up a trilogy. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think but who knows? They might be able to fix it. Look, Rogue One was outstanding, and that movie only exists to fix a one plot hole in New Hope. So, you know, maybe we get a lot of great Star Wars because of how shitty that trilogy is. I'm okay with that. All right. I'm okay with that. All right, Features, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, I'm going to try to keep it a little bit surface, even though I liked some points that you guys were just making. Um, <clears throat> I think overall, we got a really great story told. Um, I think putting Boba Fett's name on it was the attraction piece, but I also think you have to look at it as... Again, it's a great Star Wars story, but it is a Boba Fett story. But what it also does for you, you got to look at it as like kind of a beginning arc for Boba Fett. Um, As far as... I call it, it a transition arc. It,
2: or an ending arc. Eh, either or. <laughs> no, it's not.
1: It's I can't not even
0: call it an ending arc. It's gone. not an end. Not We're getting any, a whole new character. Boba fett No, he's he's not. Boba is still very much there. It's just what happened with with this this particular series was we got more world building from stories that we have yet to see. And what it did was kind of give us a little bit of clarity and stabilize some story that we knew, but now we know for sure.
1: It did did you so, guys think I'm, it cheapened I'm, season two of Mandalorian at all? <laughs> Like, the final, the mm. final moments of, of Luke showing up and, and saving Grogu, or, and then taking Grogu for then, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't finished, Grogu then choosing Mando for season three
2: feels like it just yeah,
1: cheapened the end. It feels of, like
2: Kathleen Kennedy going, shit, we can't take Grogu away from Mandalorian. That was a money printing machine.
1: Uh, that's all that felt. Oh, that's a shame, because it could have been a great uh, Mando versus uh, Bo-Katan story.
0: I think they're going to find a way to still get those things in there. Like I still think Grogu is, is still going to get his his Jedi training, but he's kind of already been established as a family, as a kind of a Mandalorian family. I sure, guess but right.
1: He's, he's also has fifty years worth of Jedi training under his belt. That was that was Luke's whole point. Like he's I'm not training him. He's just remembering. Yeah. Like he's this is he's not he's actually more trained than Luke is. To be yeah. honest, he's got more training than Luke does. He just doesn't remember it because he's blocked it out, and because he's had to live in a way. I mean, think about it. when you first see him; he's being hunted, and he's and he's hiding in a little robo egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> he's so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the, I think Mauer, you're right because Kathleen Kennedy's like, well, no, we established that Ben Solo is 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 Luke's first um, Luke's first student. student. So and now we've established Grogu is so. How do you fix that? All right. Well, you have Grogu decide to be a Mandalorian, and they could be going. I forget his name. We talked about this last time. The Vizla guy, right? The guy, the, the Mando Jedi. They could be making a new version of him and, and turning Grogu into uh, Grogu into. This it just could have been a great story. Tentpole. I think it still was. I think you're. I think you're right. It could have been better for Boba Fett.
2: Yeah, and, well, it could have been better for Mando as well. Seeing him without Grogu for a season could have let them explore more Mando because no matter what, well, yeah. he puts everything that he feels he is aside for Grogu.
1: And that, and giving me a full season of him missing Grogu yeah. instead of one episode could have felt, could have been a harder hit than, you know, two episodes of Boba Fett, which
2: could have been spent on
1: Boba
3: yeah.
2: Fett. Mashko, what are your thoughts of the season? finale?
3: So, well, just as you're talking, what, what if, the, uh, season three of Mandalorian is, uh, running parallel with Boba Fett. Mm. So how, how? so if, if, he could very well be without Grogu for six, seven, eight episodes of that. I mean, it doesn't necessarily uh, need to take off. Yeah. It's possible. But then even then, that, would it still, that still
1: cheapens him coming back. Cause we already know he's coming back. So honestly, I would be like, all right, you're wasting my time. I already know where this story's going. So now let's let's get back into the actual progressing of the plot. You know what I mean? Like you right. you've cheapened the emotional response of any of that by doing it this way. And I think Mauer probably has a point that they were like, we gotta keep Grogu in Mandalorian. He's part and parcel of that show. But I do think a full season of him missing him. Even if you went the same direction where he becomes a foundling again, like a foundling Padawan, you could still do all that. Mm-hmm. But a full season of him, first Polkatan, setting up Mandalore, setting up the new ruler of of just making the Mandalorian the center instead of a not-so-Jedi-Jedi.
2: Jedi. Right.
0: You know what I mean? Well, I just had a thought, right? Because the last time we see Mando and Grogu, they're speeding off somewhere. What if he's taking them back to Luke but not only does he tra- is Grogu get his training, but he kind of looks towards Luke or Ahsoka, whoever's there, to help him learn or master the Darksaber. Mm. It's just a thought, because then that, it leads, it gives more more context or contrast to whatever the third season of Man- the Mandalorian is going to be, as well as probably still like deepening the world that we're getting into in Star Wars. Because I think we're getting a whole new generation of shit that's just going to be a f- amazing if we're judging by what we have right now. You're right. This, you're, you, what we're seeing is a different
1: writer take over a comic. You know what I mean? The first three or four issues are really just to wrap up the last writer's story and set all the temples that you need for your story. And that's what we're getting. That's why Boba Fett made this dramatic change where he's an anti-hero who wants to be a crime lord that rules with respect. Very different than the Boba Fett we've known before. Because now we've got a new story that we're setting him up for wherever he needs to be moving forward. Because he is the new ruler of Tatooine. And I bet you we start seeing this with other things. We've now seen the school for the Jedi. So that is a, an established mm. location that we can go back to. We're going to have Mandalore, so that's going to be a new location that we can go back to. You know what I mean? Like, they're setting up the places that all the stories are going to take place because this is r- new writers taking over. This It feels very much like annuals for comics. You know what I mean? Where it's just like... A, mm-hmm. like What's come? What's about to happen when you know big time app or big time Spider Man ends and the next writer picks it up and they got to wrap everything up and set up who needs to be where? That's what it feels like.
2: And they use Boba Fett because his name sells to but do it. I guess the <laughs> the part that's killing me is imagine a Disney owned Star Wars world where they give the boot to Kennedy and put. Uh, Favreau or Fel- uh, Fulani, Felini in charge
1: I think that's a matter of time like
2: mm. because
1: then money, money talks bro money talks and they're getting more press than they've ever gotten more positive press than they've gotten about Star Wars in
2: because years. then I feel like this is all results the things that we're seeing would feel natural not deadline driven and I think that's more my problem is as much that they're happening it feels like okay you have to fit this in by this date because we need this to start where I think with one of those two and they go, we know we're going to get to these shows. As we write them up, this show is going to come out. Cool. Now this show is going to come out. And they're always going to have content because they always have branches that are coming off from the center tree, but they're not going to lock themselves into a written corner of crap. Well, we have to abandon anything here because we need to set up these five shows that are all debuting next year.
1: Because it's the sped up Marvel motif. You know what I mean? Like it's, it Marvel takes years and years and years to plot all this out, and they're trying to do it very quickly. But it's, it's not, it's not, not working because in the gr like so far we've got what three shows from them, if you don't include the Bad Batch. Well, okay, so let's include all Star Wars we've gotten for Disney Plus. So that final season of mm-hmm. of Clone Wars, glorious, was phenomenal. Then you've got both uh. Mandos, outstanding. I haven't watched Visions, uh, because it's not really my thing, but I've not heard anything bad about it. The anime, yeah, uh, yeah. Star Wars property. I've heard, I haven't heard anything bad about it, but it's Features like the Animatrix. Watch but, yeah, right. That's a feature. Oh, I if there's am. Ever been one.
0: I'm, I got to finish up Clone Wars, though, first. I'm getting and there.
1: Bo- Book of Boba Fett is the weakest story that had some of the best moments. It's the weakest of the new stuff we've been given without me having seen Bad Batch yet. But it's the weakest of the new stuff we've been given, but we still got Boba on a rancor. Like, we still had that back-to-back, like, shootout, like, mafia shootout with Mando and, and Bobo. That was outstanding. We had the yeah. Cad Bane-Bobo moment, which was incredible. And so it felt weak because it was like Cad was, like, he's not gone. I don't think Cad's actually gone. But if he is, how disappointing? Because he needs to be in the Ahsoka show. Like, he's there's not so gone. much more that that character needs to do. So I really hope he's not dead. Um, but my point is we got a lot of great stuff in a weak story, if that makes sense.
2: It's it'll be interesting you know this show really kind of showed its strengths and weaknesses of disney star wars all at the same time like this is probably the best litmus test of what star wars is right now the high highs and the low lows all into one thing and yeah i'm gonna say it again i think all of the low lows are tied back to kathleen kennedy
1: and I think they're going to learn from this. Like, I think this is going to affect the new Star Wars shows because this is the first time they've gotten bad press. None of the Star Wars stuff has given them bad press, and that makes me feel this bad. The for first time that people are Robbie like, Rodriguez. Oh yeah, I saw some people were like, "Don't give him oh, yeah. Star Wars ever. That was stupid because this show is really great. <laughs> it's just not as good as it could have been. Like, let's putting this up against. Other things in, in in science fiction, this is still out. And his episode of Mando you know I
2: mean? is, in my opinion, the best episode of Bando yet, where we get to see Boba for the first time.
0: Let me ask you guys a question. Robbie Rodriguez, was, was he uh, one of the Grindhouse yeah. yes. directors? Um, El Mariachi. Okay. He
1: was the, 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 the machine kids. gun leg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Spike so Mariachi, I Spy Kids. Machete.
1: <laughs>
3: They're all related. All right.
1: (laughs) Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up with some dinosaurs. Because uh, because (laughs) there are. That's exactly exactly why. Because we can. Because there is a comic. Baby Huey looked it up. It's from Tops. We never, no one was like, when I first was like, I want to talk about the the, the Jurassic World trailer, everyone was like, there's no comic. And I was like, there has to be. There there has to be. And Baby Huey found some from Tops. So it counts. It works. It had a comic from from a 1998
2: two issue miniseries by Tops. And that's fine. Dude, I saw Jurassic Park, the first one, in theaters
1: fourteen times. I went to two different drive-ins to see it. It was one of the first. That's why we're talking about it. It's one of the first movies I remember seeing in theaters. Um, It. I've never been. It was my first obsession with a movie franchise, and it wasn't even a franchise. My first
2: movie I can remember seeing, Necessary Roughness,
0: was that.
1: I don't remember that movie
2: at all. Uh, necessary Necessary Roughness. Wow. ghostbusters (laughs)
1: It's like ghostbusters <laughs> ghostbusters yeah well no <laughs> hey, no the... one made the joke Mashko, you did it to yourself <laughs> never mind
2: predator predator 2 was oh, probably Paratum's before amazing. that i saw that in theaters that's incredible because you were super yep.
1: young for predator 2 oh well, no you might have been 13.
2: no i was like nine theaters
1: yeah okay 12
2: Mashko was <laughs> already graduating college <laughs>
1: yeah moshko was in college <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um all right so back right. to jurassic park First Jurassic Park, outstanding. Jurassic World, outstanding book. Not a very good movie because they had to make to bring the dinosaurs to the plant to or to. Uh, Still have never seen that one. Jurassic Park,
0: yeah, it's
1: fair because it's not good. What? Books outstanding, worth yeah. reading. Jurassic Park three, garbage. We all g- admit that that movie doesn't. I've never exist, seen that one either. Right,
0: so that's fair. <laughs> it's garbage.
1: Just don't even think about it. Uh, then you have Jurassic World, amazing. The last, well, the first one. Pretty good, pretty good movie. I still, I have a huge problem with the fact that dinosaurs are boring. Apparently, so they have to create a dinosaur that can camouflage, even though you're putting it in a in a viewing tank. Makes no sense to me. So I have a problem with that. But for the most <laughs> part, the movie is good. Well, they the second movie they didn't
2: mean to have
1: it camouflage. Remember that? Too too bad. It's stupid. They wrote that in the script. They wrote that in the scripts. A, a writer <laughs> wrote that in the script, and that's dumb. Uh, the fact that it had to be a Verizon like it, the. the I get the meta commentary it was trying to make, but it was also making money hand over fist by putting all those weird cameos. It was like it was like Michael Bay was behind the camera, like like uh, like you um, use his name uh, careful in vain. F- the Phantom Be of the careful the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> it's like, it's like, We're gonna put as much in there without them knowing. Bah, 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 bah. Boom! Explosion. <laughs> uh so anyway, the last the second Jurassic World trash, trash absolute garbage, utter garbage. you took they took everything that that was bad about the first jurassic world learned nothing from it and then a- amplified it but then that little short film came out that battle for bedrock or whatever the hell that was called for 10 it was like no, 10 man. minutes long you on youtube oh Oh, my God, is it glorious. <laughs> and if that's what this movie is going to be like with the original cast, I am so 100% in of like of the actual Jurassic Park characters dealing with a world of dinosaurs. I'm a million percent in as long as they learn from their mistakes.
0: I mean, it's safe to say that this new trailer probably was inspired by that particular that scene that we, we saw. Uh, what, I'm still scared, though.
1: Me too. 100% me too. because the, It feels the, like they the, took everything they franchise... didn't le-
2: learn and were like, you know, Marvel is putting everybody that people likes into one thing. <laughs> and that makes money. <laughs> so can we do that? And they're like, yeah, sure.
1: They d- Look, Dr. Grant is the best part of Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3 is garbage, but Grant coming back is the best part about it. So I'm okay with yeah. it. Like, it was annoying in the trailer when, when they, they were all together and having that big hero, you know, Avengers or Eternal shot. And then Chris Pratt opened his dumb mouth. It's like, buddy, I get it that you're the new face, but, like, you got <laughs> Mr. Grant. I need him to talk. I need him to talk. I need you to take a step back. I need, Go back to, the, to, to the, the loves of the original franchise, <laughs> Is it wrong please?
2: that I want to see, and I, this is the end, but I would have rather seen an in-between movie just about them and the big ocean dinosaur? Like, imagine a oh Jaws God, just, the whole yeah, movie, just on that.
1: Oh, it would be so that. But that's the kind of stuff they should be doing with this franchise. This is the most wasted potential franchise I have ever seen because it's dinosaurs. It is
0: a It win- doesn't have to stop
1: it does you don't have to like the fact they needed to make up a dinosaur for a for a franchise that has all of dinosaurs <laughs> is ridiculous to me you can make a whole movie just well, about the they talked about dinosaurs. why they
2: did that because they got so me? much Informal. flack had- about the science world changing what dinosaurs should look like that they wanted an out of that so people bashed the first ones and the is that why they got feathers yes. in this new trailer uh, well, because they're that, reverting that, back that's to actually their, interesting. their actual DNA.
0: Yeah, Got- that's an Archaeopteryx, which is supposed to be the missing link between dinosaurs and birds, I get which is that. interesting to see.
1: I get that. but but you you've established a franchise that's good yeah let's let's not let's (laughs) not do this let's make it good again and then go take it into crazy directions like just bring it back to its roots for a little bit let's have us run away from dinosaurs and be scared and be like this is amazing and then go crazy with with whatever direction you want to take it but like make it good again but imagine Moby Dick his Jaws I'm so in dude you do not need to sell me on this you don't need to sell me. I want a double feature of that, and then the trench movie for Aquaman. I want, I want that. I want that in my life.
2: Uh, put me in charge. I don't we'll want get some I, good shit.
1: I don't want like how like okay. So we we would. I mean, maybe Mauer might not agree, but everybody else when like when like animals die in movies, it's hard to watch, right? I mean, it's like it's rough. It's rough.
0: It's like, a little rough. Yeah.
1: Mauer rough.
3: might not agree, but I, I don't know
1: about Mauer. Mauer shocks it's me. It depends. This kind of stuff. Mauer's like Mauer's like they kill kids. Eh. <laughs> oh man they killed when Jaws the force, I was so upset yeah, right. <laughs> in never ending story Mauer's like <laughs> oh my god that ruined like me
0: that was upsetting Mauer's like Eustace from uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog
1: but in the last Jurassic World movie, when the volcano is going off and we're watching all of the dinosaurs melt and fall off the cliff, I'm like, this is horrible to watch. Like, this is not fun. And then they bring up the stupid raptor T-Rex hybrid thing. And I'm like, you went from horrible to horrible. Like, you didn't even give me a good little break in between the stupid that you've put in this movie. It's just, I, I, I can't stand that movie. And I
2: hope, I hope this writes the ship because I think it could. I really do think it could. I just hate that they're calling it the end. No, I want to see it's not. that giant ocean monster killing shit, and then finding out a way to kill it. Well, you can
1: start, I, I mean, we'll you can just get do, that. yeah, you do just like they're doing, like the Thor movies and stuff. But you don't actually give it a number; it's just Jurassic World, and then whatever the name is. Like you turn it into a Would franchise. You- Can't, look Camp Cretaceous on Netflix is stupid. Everything they've done with this franchise, minus the first Jurassic World, is stupid. And I would argue that the Jurassic World movie is only good because we were deprived of any good Jurassic Park stuff. That Mediocre was like, oh, that's pretty
2: good. But I didn't see the Mediocre one. So for me, I guess it was nostalgia of looking back to the only Jurassic Park movie I've ever seen. You never? No, I saw the first one? one. I never saw the second or third.
1: Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, you don't, you don't need to oh, wow. <laughs> you, you don't need to ah. I would say, I would tell everybody on here though uh, The Lost World book is one of the best books I've ever read Like I love Jurassic Park the book And I love The Lost World book more The Lost World book has so many great scenes That never made it to cut Because the movie wanted to put them in, in San Diego so badly Like to have the T-Rex running around a city Was more important than staying true to the book And that book is just a thing of beauty uh, but yeah, I are you gonna see it? Or like, since we're in a world of seeing things in the movie
2: theaters, is really uh, it's not worth me paying the amount of money it takes to see it. Yeah, right. Uh, Mauer Mauer puts down payments on movie
1: theaters to, to see theater, to movies now. Mauer Mauer calls up and
2: like, let me talk to your boss. And they're like,
1: no, no, no not not your
2: manager, your boss. Yeah, so it, it's kind of pricey to see a movie for me. So that's been my. Like I didn't see Eternals in theaters, and I didn't. Well, I think it's a good. That's a good
1: topic. Like I didn't see Scream, even though God. I really want to. I, I want to see the new Jackass movie, and had you know, prior to to COVID, I probably would have seen. So Pulse had I theaters. known
2: that you would have gone and seen Scream, I would have probably done it. But I didn't think anybody else was a big fan of Scream. That misses. Oh, now oh, we're I, and I cannot, are in
1: IR. Can't wait. Uh. Fe- features features we, I mean this isn't a, this isn't a show topic but you understand why you weren't invited <laughs> yes i do i get it <laughs> this is not something we need to talk about on the show but you you're looking at the camera like what why <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> out of context out of con- we're cutting this whole section from the show <laughs> this whole section's getting cut from the show mark this down at 1 hour and 3 in 3 seconds cuz that's all getting cut oh jeez
2: <laughs> <interesting. laughs> But uh, yeah, it's um, they've got to pass a certain <laughs> threshold right now for me to go see a movie. It's like, am I spending X number of dollars to rent a theater? Mm. Especially
1: with the forty-five day turnaround. It, I mean, most most companies are trying to do that in forty-five days. Get them on a streaming service. Like, I'll wait for Scream. I don't need had to had Scream the come
2: out in October. I probably would have paid. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because that would have had yeah. and Jackass. I'll wait jackass i'm interested but i'll wait yeah jackass i i love those
1: damn movies i don't know why me too and they're horrible (laughs) but i can't like i i've i've never almost thrown up in a theater more than the sweatsuit oh oh i i literally (laughs) i I literally had to walk out of the theater but i was like i when people were like how was it i was like it was amazing (laughs) it was so good (laughs) Uh,
2: you know that's a movie i don't want to see with you because you make noises general when we went, like oh ew, you at a jackass movie would just be like a noise machine next to me
1: well it's not like i'm gonna ruin the plot for you <laughs> like, what are you what are you worried about it's true oh i didn't hear what steve-o said steve-o's the man that's <laughs> not the point of these yeah but is the point of those movies you don't go to that movie for the plot or the You're character there for development? johnny knoxville what are you gonna miss in concussions listen he's brain damaged <laughs> legit it's not so... shocking at all i I feel for you bro but I've seen your career. I've seen <laughs> well, it your was body this work. last
2: one that really did the most damage to him. Um he went to get a test that does your focus. It's on a scale of 100. And he got a 17. And the doctor was like, "Are Jeez. you having a hard time focus on just what I'm saying right now?" And Johnny was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you scored a 17." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So <laughs> what well, was in the
1: trailer? They were like, uh, they were like, uh, at fifty you get permanent brain damage, and Knoxville's forty-nine, so we're good. <laughs> uh. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh that's it is a weird litmus test now of you know how franchisey is your franchise for me to go see it in the theaters. <laughs> yeah, the, it, arts films aren't going to survive. In uh, in the theaters, that's just not that's not going to be a thing because of COVID. Because listen to us right now, God.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It depends. For- like <laughs> there, if I would have known about Pig in theaters, I would have seen it in theaters. But it came out to uh, purchase the same time. But even then, like
1: y- the amount of money you need to spend to go see Pig would have been all the movies you would have watched for like two years prior to the pandemic, and you would have seen so many more. And now you're like. Nah, because I can. I can. I can only afford like two movies this year. (laughs) It's like one
2: movie every other month.
1: (laughs) Right, like that's rough. That's rough. Where, where before, prior, pre-pandemic, we had services that were like, go see as many movies as you want, and pay me fifteen (laughs) dollars a month. You know what I mean? Never. That would never survive now.
2: What we need to do is find that service for the new release movies to watch at home. Have you seen those? (laughs) Like I you know, can yeah. get oh no. have called, to buy isn't the equipment isn't that called pirate, pirate? no, no, it's you you have to <laughs> buy isn't that torrenting? You buy their projector and like their computer system, and you literally it's like you're your own theater, so this movie's gonna debut, and you pay x amount of dollars and you watch it at home that's awesome I
1: know Mauer's buying that, so that's good <laughs> Mauer can't good. really well, afford that, future. so if
2: you guys want to chip in
1: yeah we'll, we'll talk about it if mauer's not if, if mauer's not fronting the money i don't know,
2: <laughs> I don't know. all right you had two know. more quick things you wanted to talk about well
1: i mean we we have to talk that we saw mr knight finally yeah. i mean i know you said in the chat that we saw it but i sure as hell didn't and we got the uh the empire released all of the new looks for moon knight's costumes and uh, you know moon knight's costume was cool like i never i didn't say it didn't i didn't you know i'm not 100 percent into it because again i, I like, don't think anybody I like when it's
2: I don't think anybody ever said that his costume didn't look cool. It's a cool look. It's just not a Moon Knight costume that we wanted to see that way. Right, and that, you know, but
0: them
1: showing Mister Knight is important. So us getting like that first full look because it wasn't really until the Mister Knight run that Mister Knight was full. For anybody unaware of Moon Knight, Mister Knight is a persona where he talks to essentially people who want to hire him, or when he deals with police, or when he's more of a detective. So, and the Mister Knight, if you look at the Empire magazine when he's wearing the suit and tie, that's well, Mister Knight, and
2: that's the, different than the one you see with the. The king. new run, he keeps Mister Knight on all the time because he's ashamed of what he did as Mark Spector.
1: Oh, wow. That's so...
2: Great.
1: Well, so during... But during the run when we first meet Mr. Knight, it was the first time that they've really confirmed that Khonshu is a god. Like, it's no question that Khonshu's a god, he has powers. Like, all the things that that, that Mauer sold me on Moon Knight for were ruined in the arc that I first read.
2: <laughs> well, now in the, the new but one, I, you have... And spoiler alert for those not reading the comment, you have Hunter's Moon, which is the other fist of you know Basically, you have more than one fist, um, so it's the other one, and there's a ceremony that was supposed to have been done when you become a Moon Knight that gives you all the collective memories of every Moon Knight before you.
1: Well, and that we know that's important, especially with the, the announcement that Jonathan Hickman's going to be tackling a new Moon Knight project, which I love and hate yeah, at the same time because it's not Moon Knight. It is a new Moon Knight. It is what is it? What is it? The first Moon Knight or the second Moon Knight? Or something? All I
2: know is it's, it's it's ruining. It's
1: black, white, blood
2: ruining everything that made Moon Knight better than Batman.
1: Because they want Moon Knight to be this mantle, this the, like Moon. Yeah, Moon Knight is not no longer Batman. You can't make the comparison of Moon Knight and Batman anymore. Like you can you can try old Moon Knight, hundred percent new Moon Knight, not at all. Until we meet a Bat God. Until Barbados is giving Bruce Wayne powers. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's they're not the same anymore.
2: Yeah, it's but we'll see. the The other nice thing in the Empire uh, interview was Fahey saying, "This is we're not pulling back. This is different. We wanted to push Disney Plus as far as we could, and that's what we're doing with this." Uh, and them reaching out to Bill Cinewicz to do that alternate cover and having him be involved is a that's little, cool. you that's know, cool. like oh, ah. Yeah. They maybe they do care a little bit more than I thought because reaching out to him is a big part of Moon Knight.
1: When you can also see that his in, that influence is more valuable to them than a lot of Moon Knight runs because that his he may always made Moon Knight look like a like a dark god. Yeah, you and know it, what I mean his art was creepy and, and scary scratchy, kind of like very yeah, hundred percent. And it it doesn't have that kind of polished look that you get from Mister Knight. So. So having him involved as far as the look that they were trying to go for, like having David Aja's I, uh, I look for uh, Hawkeye, right. for example, like as, the, as the, like the artistic palette will say, and that's a horrible way to word that, but it's, as the, you know, the tone of the show, it's kind of cool that he's the tone for Moon
2: Knight. Did the stitched scar down the middle of Mr. Knight's mask bother you?
1: A little bit. Into, I mean, maybe they can explain it. I don't know. I just, look. I was just happy enough to see a suit. <laughs> Once I saw the suit, I, I, my, you have no idea how my excitement grew for the show from that. Like, I first off, I had like twelve people send me the picture. <laughs> just you can't believe what I just saw, and I, my excitement's growing as I'm getting more and more dings from my phone to show me this. Um, th- th- because it's now pulling from an era that I like as well as an era that you like. I'm hoping that you like it. I don't I, I'm hoping I like it more and it, that doesn't hurt your
2: enjoyment of it if that makes yeah. sense. Cuz I think I think me getting my way is going to hurt you getting your way. And I well I it's I see the writing on the wall. Being up to date in Moon Knight in the comics already tells me where they're going with this and it's shit.
1: Well, stop that cuz they're going to pull the best of the best and they're going to make their now own the, variation the- of it it's not going to be like the rumor is that that they're playing the old bait and switch already with the ad. So remember the ad? He was punching somebody. We got that first little Disney Plus sneak peek, and it looked like he was just punching mm-hmm. a dude. And then the last trailer, it looks like he was punching like a wolf, like a phoenix thing—not a phoenix, but like an Egyptian right. monster. Rumor is now that that's yeah. a werewolf. Like that—that that legitimately, werewolves are the villains of this show, uh, and that's werewolf going to set night? up were, yeah, Werewolf by Night. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, but that's I, not really a bait and switch. That's, that
2: uh, we gave you the bait, we already switched it we switched again now we're putting it back to the initial bait that's okay Uh, they had me thinking he was beating up a. like i was like all right maybe it's a security
1: guard and he's just crazy and he thinks he's beating up a sphinx or something but if it turns out that it's actually a werewolf i mean uh, hearkening back to his original origins mauer that's got to be somewhat exciting for you
2: (sighs) we'll see it's gonna have to play out i'm enjoying the current run of the comic but also not liking what they're doing to the core of the character if that makes sense like, the comic's good, but they're changing the core of the character too much? Didn't they already do
1: that, though? Like, I, what I'm trying to say is that no, started back when you got me in night. what they're
2: doing now is really changing it.
1: Because they're giving them a lore. Like, I, I think what they're... I mean, I could be very wrong here. Maybe this is where we need to end on. Maybe this is a topic for a later date. But what I think anybody who's getting a Disney Plus movie or show is getting a mantle set up to eventually pass on because the movies and TV shows are inevitably going to need yep. to do it. So they're building mantle lore around every character. So that way they can switch out ar- actors without making people mad. Cause the concept of the mantle is just so ing- uh, like a part of modern Marvel comics that nobody And questioned. the best
2: thing about Moon Knight is what it wasn't a mantle and couldn't be a mantle because what made him cool was, you know, the disassociative, disassociative identity disorder and him himself. Yep.
1: Exactly why I didn't like the Spider-Verse, my friend. Exactly why. Hunt to a T why I didn't like the Spider-Verse. Because it makes it less about the character and more about the the, the world they're in. You know, Sp- Parker's not as important as the Spider-Totem. And now Mark Spector and the dis- the the Disassociative dis- uh, Identity Disorder is not as valuable as the mantle of Moon Knight as we learned in the Kang the Conqueror book when we met the old-timey uh, uh, female uh, Moon Knight. Right. Remember that? in the, the the Kang origin book. So my point is, and now we've got the Jonathan Hickman book, and uh, Doctor Strange has a new person that he's passing on the mantle to. I just think that we're, they're setting up a, a, a almost a, a way out so basically for basically
2: Disney's day. ruining everything.
1: Well, that's not shocking. <laughs>
2: Screw you, Mouse House. Screw you.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, they're giving us more than we could have ever possibly imagined. Like, the fact that we're talking about the idea of a Moon Knight show is... Dude, when we started this podcast, we would have laughed at ourselves if we would have said we're from the future and there's about to be a Moon Knight show. We would all be like, who gave us peyote?
2: <laughs> Moscow. You know Moscow gave I mean? us like, peyote. No, <laughs> we all know it. We all know Why? it's Buzz.
1: No. <laughs> yes, it was absolutely.
2: <laughs> all right, Menti, right. do that damn thing.
1: You can find the show Welcome to Fireside at social media everywhere, unless it's Fireside crew, which is Twitter. Uh, yeah, go to Moshko Collects, buy some stuff, support that man, supports the show. Uh, once again, I'm Menti. I'm Oshko. Yeah. Keep on I'm trucking. Features,
2: and I'm Mr. Mauer. <laughs> I don't have anything funny to say, so that's all. Enjoy the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that's all you're getting <laughs> it's all, it's from me a, this week. That's it.
1: It's been, the Super Bowl's way over. So, no. Here's 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 what to know. Some of the people you've heard are upset. Some of them are happy, and I don't care. <laughs> That's it. We can end the show. That's can have the show. Peace. Delcio. Delcio. Delcio.